0: I've compiled uh, a short little list of the movies that got the most nominations. All right. And I want to just kind of run through whether or not we feel that the number of nominations is justified. Okay. So uh, with 11 nominations this year, we have everything everywhere all at once. Not
1: justified. (laughs) Should have more. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of of the same vein. I... I'm curious to see if there's going to be any dissent on uh, love for this movie.
1: But this is Chardonnay.
0: I just watched this again on Wednesday. Uh, Savant Blanc. Oh, lovely. Um, and I just... I think everything that it tries to do, it does well. It does the interpersonal stuff. Like at the beginning, in like the first 20 or so minutes, when there's, you know... Uh, what's grandfather going to think of the girlfriend? Divorce papers, audit, uh, Mm -hmm. making rice for dinner, uh, customers angry at the, like all these just like very like kitchen sink drama issues. I thought it did all of them wonderfully. Like I, and I, and, and it did this thing where it's like, I sympathized with both sides where it's like, I understand why Evelyn, Michelle Yeoh's character would be nervous about introducing the girlfriend like i get that the different Mm -hmm. generation argument uh and how she misgenders the girlfriend but she's like you know in china we just have one word for both like it's like that's why i confuse it it's like i get it like i don't know it did a very good job of showing like where these conflicts come from why the conflict is legitimate but like i understood both sides of the conflict or like getting divorced like yeah i wouldn't want to be in this marriage this marriage looks miserable. Like yeah. I get it. And then it, you know, 25 minutes in or something, it starts, it
1: turns into the matrix. <laughs>
0: it just grows and grows and grows. And you know, it doesn't always make sense to me, but it doesn't make logical sense, but it makes emotional sense. And even scenes where I'm just like, I have no idea what, why are these hot dog fingers spewing mustard and ketchup into people's mouths I don't know what these rocks are talking about, but I am moved by it. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm here for all 11 nominations.
1: I mean, I loved it too. I, I haven't felt as exhilarated by a movie in a very long time. And I rewatched it not too long ago also, and moved me into a puddle of tears twice. And I knew it was coming. And Which, which scenes? Oh, basically the last thirty minutes, I'm mm. just a mess. Like one once they're actually having the party at the oh, at the yeah. laundromat, mm-hmm. and like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's character shows up, and it's like the lo- the like discovering that. I don't know. I think like the message of the movie is great. Like if nothing matters, like if everything, if you, if we are going to be nihilistic, why not be kind? Mm-hmm. Like. I don't think it can be tear up to think about it, but it's like, that's, that's a great message. Yeah. I love that. It, 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 set
2: out to do and be about a lot of different things and show them in so many different ways. And I felt like it hit all of them so well. And I haven't seen a movie in a while that was like, hey, we're going to do something like pretty ambitious, crazy, super, and really be a lot of different types of movies all at once, everything, everywhere, all at once. Right. Like, and it really did do it so well. And right as I was kind of feeling one way, it made me jump to another thing. Mm -hmm. And then right as I was in that, it made me jump to another thing. Yet the core of the story of the family was always intact. You're never lost. Yeah. That's one thing that
0: I'm surprised about is even if like specific elements don't make sense, like right when we're introduced to like the villain and we find out that it's like the daughter, I mean, we are, we kind of knew that it was the daughter, but it was like when Evelyn finds out that it's the daughter, and, like, one of the security guards shoots her, and she's like, oh, no! It's okay, though, because it's organic. Yeah. And it's, like, ketchup, and it's, like, one it, was like, what did this... Like, it it just turned into, like, an action movie to, like, an ad. Yeah. And, it, like, logically, I'm like, I don't know why she would, like, have this power to, like, make music cue and, like, where'd this bottle of ketchup come from? Uh, Like, there's a lot of stuff like that that doesn't, like, make logical sense, but it's, like, if you look at it, that, like, these different versions of her daughter are sort of like projections of her daughter. Like the clothes that she wears are really just kind of like young people clothes, just really exaggerated. Large. Yeah. And so it's just like a lot of it could be construed as like just the way like Evelyn sort of views her daughter and just the the, the bombastic nature of youth culture not jiving with how she was raised.
1: Uh, and if she and if the daughter can be like because the reason she's able to do all that is because she has the power to tap into whatever universe she wants to at any time, basically. If that's the case, then yeah, it would be very... Uh, it should be very strange to us because she could be pulling from some universe where people have you know hot dogs for fingers mm-hmm. or whatever. And what would that look like? And we have no idea. And just to tie it back into like
2: the Oscars, I feel like it's the movie works because of the editing.
1: Oh yeah. We'll get to editing and
2: it's nominated for editing. I'm so happy it is um, because all of that coherency is done with editing. Yeah. I just, I'm so happy to see it nominated. And I just have to say, you know, I'm not of Asian descent but to see that family represented as leads in a movie, yeah. was not, so me, you'd normally see. beautiful. And I felt like I knew those people. And I just it was so wonderful to see. And also the the, you know, the gay daughter, that whole element of it. I just thought, dudes, you are like really throwing a lot at us yeah. and I'm loving it. And I'm so glad that the film has been embraced as it
1: has. I've heard, I'm, I'm also not of Asian uh, descent. And, uh, but I've heard that you can watch that with a very, with a very like narrow lens in that way. And there's all these um, maybe even Korean specific, I don't remember, but like Asian specific family, things that like i have no i'm not seeing but oh, like yeah. asian people have said like this is awesome i'm so glad yeah, to like see, this like, is what
2: my mom did my how my mom would do it and this
1: is my father yeah. would totally you know like they really nailed that and it's yeah like, oh that's so, I, I didn't even know
0: yeah like because so you know i grew up in washington also not of asian descent but like my graduating high school class we're, all, like, white we're all white boys
2: <laughs> so let's just get that out there uh, <laughs>
1: spoiler alert but, full disclosure uh,
0: In high school, like a third or so of my graduating class was Asian. And so it's like a lot of my friends were like, you know, first generation, second generation, right around then. And they had parents that were a lot like this. And like, it just, it rang true. I was just like, oh, like I didn't grow up this family, but I know this family. Oh, yeah. Like this is a dynamic that I know.
2: Uh, It's good to see it. And then imagine actually having that as your family or yeah in your culture what this movie means to you and I just I I'm I'm really um I love it that it was directed by two people mm-hmm. the Daniels the Daniels which I love that that I I feel like we need more co-directors nominated they're only the fifth it's like oh. the Cohen Nomin- Pressburger the Cohens were nominated twice. The horrible combination of Robert Wise and Jeremy Jerome Robbins for West Side a, Story. Why is
0: that a horrible combination?
2: They hated each other. Oh, oh you didn't I know I this. I thought you meant that they made a bad product. <laughs> I mean,
0: you have problems with West Side Story now? All, all of the sudden. No, he aired
1: them
2: last year. Yeah, remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was shocked how much I loved the Spielberg one. The Spielberg one. one's great. Shocked. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I was shocked. Anyways, and then what's the fifth one? Let's see. So Pressburger Powell, The Coens,
0: Robbins Wise. Wait, what'd you say? Pressburger Powell?
2: Which one's that?
0: Um, I don't know what they specifically were nominated for, but uh, they did like Black Narcissist and Red Shoes. and
2: I don't think that was nominated. I don't think they, yeah, were, they were nominated.
0: They were ever nominated? Uh, I could Life be wrong. Life and Death of Colonel Blimp. No. Um, Do I have to fact
2: check? Was Red Shoes directed...
0: Michael Pressburger and William Powell. I they, they they I just assume they were nominated because they've got so many classic films under their belt, but maybe they never I don't were.
2: think that was a double nominee. Oh, okay. It was um Buck Henry and Warren Beatty for Heaven Can Wait.
0: Oh, oh. wait. So, Cohen's, Daniels, Henry Beatty, uh Robbins Wise, that's four then
2: caught the, uh, the Cohens were nominated twice
0: oh uh, so uh, oh, okay so only four sets yeah okay. five times five, yeah. Okay. yeah
2: um
0: but yeah d- didn't the Daniels get their start like doing the the lmfao
1: video uh I can't remember the song now <laughs> I'm like I'm sexy and I know it uh yeah Shots, 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 I think shots, it was shot, shots. I think it was shots, yeah. Really?
0: <laughs> or something of that ilk. Like that's what they got their start doing oh, that's was like so fun. video like yeah, like bro party time videos.
1: Oh my god. Um But we of did, course they did Swiss Army yeah, Man. We did Swiss Army Man for the podcast, and it's like I and we'll we'll get into this when we're talking about Best Picture, but like I know there's there's stick from that movie. Like I like You can put those two together, like everything everyone wants in Swiss Army Man. You're like, this is made by the same people, Mm -hmm. and but they're different movies. Like they touch on very different topics, but they are they are they still reach that emotional climax through absurdity. And it's like I love that the
0: undercurrent of both those movies is about like connection and humanity. And I think because like they're two straight white dudes, but they probably love each other Um, like brothers. uh, Oh no, one of them's a one of them is Asian. yeah. Yeah. But I, I think they might just have like a little bromance going. And so like they understand like platonic love a little bit more. Yeah. And because that's an undercurrent in, in both those movies. Yeah.
1: and I, But I just love that it's always reached through absurdity. Both times we've, we have reach this thing that makes me cry. I cry at both those movies every time I watch them. And it's like, I think it's cool that that's their thing. Like you could give me another one. I, I would I would ha- happily watch a third one that's oh. of this ilk that like gets to like the heart of what being a fucking human being is through like. They I don't, should do I don't know. their own biop of um,
2: Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> we'll get
1: to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I would watch the fuck out of that.
0: Just I think the Daniels. I I also think that they are really on the forefront of movie making. Mm-hmm. Like they're making movies in a new modern language that speaks to, to younger audiences. Cause when I saw it, it was in a packed theater and it was packed full of like 23 and 24 year olds. Like I was like one of the oldest people in the theater that day. Yeah. And it's just, and watching it in a packed theater, people were laughing and like, you could tell that like, you know, people were like, why am I so strangely moved by these rocks with subtitles? Like, yeah. Uh, I, I really think that, like, if if everything, like, especially if it wins, like, Best Picture, I think we can kind of, like, pinpoint to this movie the same way that we kind of did with, like, Parasite, that, like, this is where, like, the baby boomer hold on movie it's culture loosening, is, is yeah. loosening. Yeah, like, its its grip is is waning. It, it's,
2: it's no uh, Oliver year, you know? <laughs> sure. <laughs> As a throwback uh, to
1: 68.
0: <laughs> I, although I know a lot of people who love Oliver... Uh, unironically.
1: Oh, oh, do we have some Oliver stands?
0: I- I've never seen it, so right. I can't, I can't stand it, but.
2: Please, sir. Please. <laughs> May I have some more? Food. Glorious food. <laughs> uh, I know the soundtrack, but I'm As thinking. long as he needs me. Okay. <laughs>
1: Knives for sale. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
1: it's
2: just. You
0: know, there was a a bunch of movies this year that I put in like the sort of Miramax, Harvey Weinstein category. Your Empires of Light, uh, your Babylons, your Amsterdams, like these sort of like big budget throwback period pieces. (laughs) Like Ryan, I believe you have something to say. No,
1: no, that's what the movie's doing. Like Uh, I want (laughs) to be nominated. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and I would much rather see us move into a phase where like crazy ambitious weirdo outsider movies are the ones that get the get the glory because it's like a 24 film it's their highest grossing movie ever it's like the first one of theirs to ever gross more than 100 million in theaters uh that's wild to me it's also like i think it hits on themes of like diversity inclusivity that like younger audiences want to see
1: these days Mm -hmm. they love their identity politics
0: uh it's also they go- <laughs> they <laughs> them <Me>. love their <laughs> me <laughs> ryan <laughs> am i gonna get us canceled um it's also hitting on and darren might be able to speak to this better but it's like what what, what? <laughs> i'm sorry what uh, recently and I, and i can't define recent but it's like the average age of a best actor uh, uh nominee has been like 58 and the average age of a Best Actress nominee is 26. Mm. Right. Um
2: But there's sort of this trend.
0: Can you verify?
2: <laughs> yes. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think of like Jennifer Coolidge
2: getting all this like good uh, uh, oh, yeah. press for, for White Her Lotus. SAG speech, oh my God,
1: broke me. She's a great uh, acceptance <sighs> award person, by the she's way. She's sincere. hi. I I took a bath in lavender and it made me swell up.
2: But did you see her sag? No. Oh my god, she was just like she literally just started crying and just said, "I'm just so thankful."
1: With Jennifer, I'm just so honored. She's and the thankful. best. Jennifer
0: Coolidge has been like putting in the work for yeah. decades. Yeah, and
1: she's an actor's actor. Everyone wants to work. Everyone with her. loves yeah. her. They say she's great
0: even like I hear stories of like her groundlings days it's like yeah. she never showed up for rehearsals <laughs> she never knew her lines but you always wanted her in yeah. your group
1: everyone said that she was such a weirdo she would always have the strangest pulls she
0: she would show up like the day of and be like excuse me I need to borrow a bra
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so it's just she's nice she's so see unique her and like
2: her when I say I don't I mean her voice like her you know her like her voice voice but her her the voice that she has is so unique i feel like there's this genre of people that like have their own way into a line you know like to me diane keaton i know she's kind of almost a parody of herself now but like she's such a unique in on how she says a line that's I love it. No, that's good. I feel yeah. like there's this category of people that is just like, thank God for you.
0: Also, Jennifer Coolidge did, I think, the ultimate boss move. It was like in the 90s sometime, she convinced two friends that she was identical twins <laughs> and like went on a vacation to the Bahamas with both of them yes! pretending to be twins. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> hilarious. And
0: we just like switch bedrooms every night. Oh my God. And I'm just like, it's like that's the sort of thing that you would like see on a sitcom, and uh-huh. then, like she does it in real life.
1: We it, should say Jennifer Coolidge is not nominated for any Oscars. Nah, yeah, say, yeah. Little, little yeah. Nice sorry. Bit, but, uh, <laughs> I, I
0: I wanted to use it as a uh, to, as a lead-in to talk about how like Michelle Yeoh, also an actress who's like put oh. in the work. Oh like, my god, she has been in the industry since the eighties, like <sighs> doing low budget kung fu b movies working her way up like and like finally getting like blockbusters in like the early 2000s like she was in sunshine and things like that she's in one of the star trek shows now
1: crouching tiger
0: crouching tiger yeah yeah yeah. and it's just like it's so nice to see her get like at this stage in her career get
1: oh near
0: universal praise like i don't know and (sighs)
1: Save it for Best Actress. <laughs> well,
0: because I, I guess originally the the Daniels had intended Jackie Chan for the role, and because they they were going to have it from from a man's point of view, but scheduling conflicts couldn't make it work. So like Michelle was a Plan B, but I I can't imagine the movie without her as, oh the, as the center. Like I, I know Jackie Chan could do the physicality of it, but I don't know if he could do like the emotionality of it.
1: Well, we talked about this uh, on the pod. It, you. Men can go from, like, five to to ten on the scale of emotions. They're allowed to, socially. Women get to go from zero to ten. Sure. So, like, when you're looking for a movie that's everything, like, yeah, duh. It's a woman.
0: It's just, and I don't know, I just, I can't imagine that movie working without her. It's also, like, I was going to save this for Best Actress, but I'm going to say it now. I think Michelle Yeoh... Could do a pretty good Lydia Tar. I don't think Kate Blanchett could do a good Evelyn
2: Wong.
1: We'll save that for when we talk about it.
2: Yeah, we're gonna save that. <laughs> that's that's a really like y'all y'all can can
1: inflammatory. I feel like that wasn't really necessary. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, how many nominees nominations does Tar have?
0: Uh. A lot, but not as many as the number two movie on this list, *Banshees of Inisherin*, with nine nominations.
1: Great movie.
2: I enjoyed it. I, saw I liked it with it Jessica a
1: lot. Baxter. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Fantastic movie.
2: I actually, I can't wait to see it again. Yeah. I think it's definitely one of those movies that you want to watch again.
1: I think it, I like I like a movie. I like that the movie. Uh, meditates on themes that are not usually touched on, like how we create our own battles, how we create our own mm. enemies, um, what is pettiness. Like see, that kind of stuff is really interesting to I, me.
0: I like that take because, like, when I walked out of the theaters, and I don't know enough about the conflict to, to, to speak on it, but the background of the movie
2: was like the Irish Civil War or right. some sort of Irish. So, I- fa- so yeah. interesting. To see. You know, they're walking along the beach and you see the explosions and you happening hear so, and things
0: like that. And so, like, I don't know enough about the conflict to speak to it, but I felt like the breakup between Brendan Gleason and Colin Farrell. Uh,
1: I almost like said first. Word,
0: uh, I, I feel Ab- like there must be some parallels.
1: Absolutely. To well, that yes. There, he even says, he's like, I wonder what they're fighting about over there. Sure. Yeah. So it's like yeah it, it, it's just arbitrary you see like fights like what how do they start yeah. like what I and don't it know. could
0: just be as much as like northern Ireland just wants to be its own thing sure like it just doesn't want to be attached to someone else yeah yeah and
2: i think martin mcdonough um so in college i did one of his plays Oh, which one i did the cripple of Inishmaan. Oh. i've read that one yeah and I, i'm not here as like a i i understand martin McDonough (laughs) inside but as someone that's done his play and like kind of gone like oh like there's a real rhythm to his sort of the way he writes in terms of play like and i as i say plays in playing back and forth Mm. with your with the people Mm -hmm. um which he also did, uh, three billboards, right? Um,
0: in Bruges,
2: In Bruges,
0: uh, Seven Psychopaths, yeah.
2: Like. And I feel like this, I feel like, is the closest I've heard to his plays.
0: I I would agree with you.
1: I mean, we get a lot of like mcdonough isms in it with like dead pets and things like that dead
2: pets and and also like this uh, severing of things and and, and body parts is a beheading in um, uh, Christopher Walken was in it
0: Seven Psychopaths?
2: no it was a play The Pillow Man? no beheading in I want to say Spokane I want to say Spokane
0: Wait, a movie anyway, with Christopher Walken?
2: No, a play.
0: With Christopher, uh, you expect us to have seen a play with Christopher it, Walken? No,
2: I'm. Ju-
0: <laughs> Darren, we don't I'm live saying, on Broadway. Okay,
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just. Uh, I know we're not by Broadway, uh, but the, um, the the rhythm of the movie, I felt like kind of brought him back to his core way of he the way that he writes for a play and i think it really worked for the movie i think it helps
1: that it takes place in
2: ireland yeah i i just i really i watched and i was like oh there he is this is what he does really well it's reading really well it's translating it's it's rhythmic it's musical
1: i like that it like he sets it in the past and it has uh implications for modern day life yeah like, you think about the internet and how people are just like saying something on the internet and then people come and attack them it's like i saw that in this movie where he's like i'm just trying to be myself and do my own thing and you're coming for me yeah mm-hmm. like i think that that's I think that that's brilliant to set it in the past and and like a hundred years ago, and that we're still dealing with this same shit. And
2: where Carrie Condon, who's fantastic in it, goes like, you can't do that. It's not nice. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I just thought that was like the epitome of that side of it was like, no, you don't do that because it's not nice.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was. I thought it was brilliant. I thought yeah. it was a really good movie.
0: Yeah, I, it, like I think it, it. It. It's very McDonough. Like it. It encapsulates all his themes. I think working with like the same acting pair from In Bruges, the Brendan Gleeson, Colin Farrell combo. Yeah, so it's they have like, real chemistry. They're familiar oh. with each other. They know each other's beats. Like they, Like they're. They don't need to get to know each other. They know each other.
2: And also, and this is what I. Uh, Rewatching it the idea where you trust a pause you trust silence is something that a lot of people have a hard time with in theater, in film on podcasts in, on po- casts you have to you know it's like a there's famously a Pinter pause, right? Oh, really? Pinter's a playwright, and he uh... birthday he, party and I'm he birthday, <laughs> and he writes in pauses, and if you watch Banshees, there are really these beautiful silences and pauses where the actors are allowed to absorb the pause
1: and fill it, and I I think it's brilliant i loved it yeah i also uh want to say and this is a bigger theme for me as someone who doesn't have all the time in the world this is one of two nominees for best picture that came in under two hours (laughs) it's an hour 59 but uh and it moves along yeah like Mm -hmm. i appreciate the uh the the brevity like that we were able to tell this story. I'm
0: also glad that I saw this one in theaters cuz honestly like I felt like the it's first It's no
2: drive my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you coming all for right, me that feels right, like an attack.
1: Everyone been buried on this one. It's time to drive. <laughs> uh <laughs> also I like the Carter Burwell score. I'll just say that throw mm, that in there. No. Okay.
2: It's nominated. It
1: is. Yeah, I think it was disabled. beautiful. Good score.
0: Uh no, I saw it in theaters with Jessica Baxter and honestly like the first like 30, 40 minutes. I didn't think we're super engaging. Cause a lot of it was mm. just like, why doesn't he want to be my friend? But I'm glad that I did because it forced me to like turn my phone off and just pay attention. And if I was at home, I think I would have like pulled out my phone and like, yeah, I saw it in the around. theater. Yeah. And I think that would have done an injustice. Cause like, I think you kind of need to feel the friendship breaking apart in order to really appreciate what happens like once like fingers start getting cut off and yeah. shit like that. But
1: that's why I love the first shot of the movie, which is it's like of the town oh, and the there's like, all the walls and, the and it's walls, like yeah. cuz it's a contrast and like you have this natural uh peninsula or whatever it is just sitting there but then you see all these man-made divisions on mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and it speaks to like the war going on like what borders and things like that and like he's Brendan Gleeson is putting up a wall. Yeah, and so, and Ryan, I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you. I'd love to go back and watch it because I think there's so many times where they're traveling on along those paths and the walls are either like broken or like really tall in mm. the scene. And I'd love to go back and kind of see if that has any, you know, play on like the scene before or the scene coming up or things like that. Uh, I just feel like, you know, in a movie that's all about putting up walls, like... Yeah. Would it, I love that it starts with that. I think yeah. that, like, you know, you're a big... Matt, you're a big fan of, like, first scene has to have something to do about the movie. And I, I feel like I, I they really did that. I prefer with when, like,
0: opening scenes kind of spell out the themes of the movie, yes. Yeah. And I feel
1: like he did that, first shot. So, I think that's good. Yeah. Interesting.
0: I, I, I'm a firm believer that the first, like, 10, 15 minutes should, should... You should get an idea of all the rules of your movie. And, like, the theme should be spelled out, like as metaphorically as possible in that time oh my god can we
1: move to tar then next because i have some thoughts no no because i
0: I have another movie that you're going to have lots and lots of thoughts on get ready with eight nominations is all quiet on the western front so
1: ryan i have a question for you yes is war bad well i think this movie (laughs) makes the argument that it is
0: Hot take, but I like it.
1: <laughs> Expand on that. Well, I also a movie that's also nominated uh, for best uh, animated feature, uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, has a very fun moment where somebody is commenting on the videos and says "peace and love," and Marcel says, "Like, what? You're not even saying anything. What? What else would you put there? I love war. War is for me." Uh-huh. And I think that that's all we need on the topic of war. I don't think we need a two-hour. there's like 15 lines of dialogue in the whole movie good fucking lord i also think that nominating all quiet on the western front score for best score was a huge mistake i hated the score
0: oh i didn't hate it i did think it was very run-of-the-mill though
1: and also just i don't know like ever so often there's a loud snare drum good job yeah that's right that's right i don't know i okay i like i said in the beginning
2: If you're only listening to hour two, I have not seen (laughs) All Quiet on the Western Front.
1: Weird place to start. I really thought that you were gonna really like it. I it's a war movie. Like I'm getting the more war movies I watch, the more I feel like they're all about the same thing. A few exceptions, like Dunkirk, is a great example because I think it's not about war; it's about heroism which is a different topic Interesting yeah Uh another good what was another there was another good mo- war movie I saw Modern vintage yeah pretty modern
2: Tw- uh, 18 no, 19, 19 No no not that 12, one 14, 17, Saving Private Ryan <laughs>
1: yeah, Maybe I don't know uh, But
2: they're th- all... thin <laughs> uh, 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 the Thin Red uh, Line
1: The Thin Red Line Hacksaw Ridge Hamburger Ridge. Hill <laughs> Um they're all, But I feel like it's all, all kind of... This, on the Western <laughs> Front, the first one. <laughs> the
0: 1929 <laughs> version or whatever it was. It
1: mm-hmm. gets to a point when it's like, at, at some point, why bother making this movie? Because we already know war is bad. And if you don't, we have tons of documentation on that. So yeah, I just, the, the, the angle for this movie, I guess, is like, what if we did it, but we like filmed it nicely?
0: yeah so okay
1: because the cinematography is good here
0: here's here's my two senses that one i think on a technical level the movies uh a, a triumph sure because i think it's very well made the most other recent like world war one movie i can think of was 1917 the sam mendes movie from a couple years back uh which like famously was just like two very long shots and you know when i watched that movie i'm like oh this is why we don't do whole movies in oneers, because like changing angles is important yeah and i thought it was like oh this is like that type of movie but we can change the angle and get more effectiveness from the actual story uh but for me personally i don't think at least as an american world war one doesn't have the same sort of personality to it like i don't attach things to world war one the way that i do to world war ii or to the civil war or to vietnam like those are like wars that have traits in my head world war one is just a very generic anybody's war so like it could be any two countries fighting i wouldn't know and i have no stake in it either i'm like I thought Germany was the bad guy, but this is told from the Germans' point of view. They are the like, bad guy. <laughs> and but I'm like, so should we be upset that they're always losing? Like there there's like that little conflict. Oh, like, you mean I war is
1: hard on both sides? Like, wow. Like I don't
0: I don't have an emotional stake in in yeah. them losing. I will also say I would make a terrible soldier. That scene where uh, he was told to like put on his gas mask for that long march. Oh, yeah. I'd tell that officer to go fuck himself. <laughs> and I would just fucking... I'd be a deserter. I would leave. I was uh, like, there's no way I'm doing this endless march in a gas mask. You fucking... Oh, I
2: couldn't... World War I, World I One is so I,
1: stupid, too. It'd be like starting a war over somebody killing Kim Kardashian or something. I was just say, like, killing... Yeah. So stupid.
2: <laughs> it's just- I will say... Again, I haven't seen it. I do love that it is a foreign film. It's nominated for eight Academy Awards. I think that needs to happen. Always the diplomat over here. (laughs) I know. I, I feel like that needs to happen more. I think, like, this, not that it reminds me of Parasite, but like, I was so excited when Parasite got some, like, real, actual nominations. Um, so, so uh, on just, just, uh, uh, on a, excuse me, I hit the mic. Um, I, that's nice. Like it's nominated for visual effects, which I think is kind of amazing for a foreign film
1: to get that. So I,
0: Ryan, even, even if you don't like the movie, that tank sequence was pretty cool.
1: I know. Listen, I have, uh, there may be problems for the movie with me, uh, regarding themes too, because it's like. I don't think this is the right time. At least, like, it's a German film, so great. But like in America, where we actually are dealing with Nazis, mm-hmm. I don't think we need to have a movie that sympathizes the birth of Nazism. Like, I, I think don't that's, know if that's problematic. Really Movies like broaching though. I think it. I don't. I don't think it's off the table. Hey, get though, off each other. Hey, hey, hey,
0: hey,
2: hey. <laughs> I, I don't think it's off like, the table. I think that's
1: unfair to put
0: on the movie. That's just an adaptation of a book. Like I don't think that's like the intention that the like the movie I know the
1: book for. is famously like anti-war and like it's probably actually anti-Nazi too, but like that was like, a, the end of World War, War I was a big reason for the rise of Nazism. Yeah. And like, and that was
2: even a, be, it was written before World War II. Exactly,
1: yeah. but like I think that the arc of history shows that And if you're a neo-Nazi in America watching this movie, like, oh, thank God, finally someone understands me. I feel like could be a a reaction that somebody would have.
2: Does it address that, like, in terms of like maybe in a in a subversive way? I mean, it could be me putting it on the movie. You
0: you could. I feel like I don't know. I watched without the
2: subtitle, so I don't know.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I feel like you could say that this is from the point of view of the French and make it a French movie and make the exact same movie.
1: Oh, because war is bad. Because war is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: that that was my problem with it is, like, it didn't seem to matter to me that it was, like, from the German perspective. Oh. Because it was just that, like, war is hell. And there are casualties. And it's not pretty. And it, it just... It being from the German point of view in World War One didn't seem to, like, lend it any unique... It wasn't, like, letters from Iwo Jima or something think, like that. I think, yeah, I was looking oh, for that's something.
1: A, that's a good, that was a yeah, good one. That's that was good. yeah. I was, lo- I was looking for something, some angle, yeah. and so that's why I was thinking, like, but, is it because we're getting it from the losing side? Is that interesting? And then I was high, so it's suspended, and, you know, I went a whole thing. But, like, uh, I just, I, don't, I think, like... We don't need any more brutal depictions of war. Like, we have plenty. I get it. I, I, I will awful. agree with
0: you. Like, we've, I feel like we've kind of run that course. It's like, do we need more movies about, like, the straight white male experience? Like, eh, probably not. Yeah. And I feel like war movies kind of fall largely into that, like, that umbrella of films. Um,
1: and, I mean, this goes... Oh, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Well,
0: I just want to say, like, eight nominations is quite excessive for this film. I like, agree. It's good. Like I, I'm, I'm fine. Best international feature, sound design, visual effects, all I'll that. I'll
1: even let it fun. have costume design. Yeah, absolutely. It's not not for it costume. Is. It isn't.
2: No, cinematography, production design, visual effects. Oh, you're effects, right. Okay, my bad. Makeup, sound. Its slot went to score. Mrs. Harris
1: Goes to Paris, <laughs> whatever that was. I saw it actually. <laughs> what do you
2: think? Well, there is one moment in Mrs. Paris, Mrs. Harris, where where the, she's sitting at. Can we shorten a, it to Mrs. Paris and put it like a, apostrophe? <laughs> so Mrs. Paris is sitting at a, a Dior show. It's through this, you know, she's just a lady that just finds herself in these crazy places. My parents would love this film. She's sitting at a Dior show, and it is a. Parade of Dior fashion, and it really is like, all right. Well, <laughs> here's your costume design nominee. Oh, um, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I'd love to go
0: to a Dior uh, in the what time? In the sixties, fifties, fifty my... uh, seven. Yeah,
2: okay. I think. No, it, it was beautiful, but it was a very like.
1: I would have liked to have seen. Um, True stories in nineteen eighty, whatever.
0: Directed by David Byrne,
1: get nominated. <laughs> Sorry, that's where my brain went. Oh,
0: There's a fashion show in, in the David Byrne movie True Stories.
1: Oh, they look like Christmas trees and <laughs> gotcha. chimneys and things. It's crazy. Anyway, go ahead. I would have done the bat.
2: Well, said the that's Batman right. or uh, yeah, the Batman glass onion. Uh, but yeah, that's Mrs. Paris goes to <laughs> Paris. Okay,
0: with, with one nomination, Mrs. Paris. Yeah. Um. alright also with eight nominations and I got some feelings on that one this one and I believe my my podcast brethren will have uh, opinions on this too Baz Luhrmann's Elvis
1: Jesus Christ oh, so, I have
2: well I'll just
1: start it's off like by saying not sl- even <laughs> worth it for me I, I, like just talk whatever I'll be here later
2: <laughs> I have a Darren's soft I got my
0: wine I'll just sit here I
1: have a soft spot for Baz Luhrmann movies and I hate it about myself I didn't hate it's Elvis. No, it's no, no, Ryan.
2: It's he made it entertaining. Like he made it. You like, think Baz Luhrmann's the reason that movie had
0: a, an ounce of entertainment value to it?
1: What do you think it was?
0: The only thing I
1: do you think ha- Elvis is entertaining. Yeah. The
0: only thing I didn't hate about the movie was Austin
1: Butler's... Stop, films.
0: Matt. <laughs> That's the Here, only here's, thing I did not hate here's about Here's my the movie.
1: impression of Austin Butler. <laughs> it's terrible. It was. A, I think he should not be nominated for Best Actor. Really? See,
0: that? I think Austin Butler did his homework, and that's the only part of the movie worth watching. See,
1: now you're just falling into the, like, oh, we have something to compare them against.
0: I mean, it, it is fair, because I, I think, yes, he he did Elvis very well, but Baz Luhrmann over-directs all his movies, to death. Yes, because
2: the subject matter is so boring. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not really an Elvis fan. I don't I, I, get it. That, that's I, true. I, I'm I'm just like, it was entertaining to watch. I thought, you know, the uh, there's a lot of artistry, blah, 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 about going into it. I eight just don't. I always think that there's this thing of when you're recreating things. It's like what I have a problem with with like costume blonde. design. Blonde, we'll get to it, but but uh, uh, but I Christ. just feel like why are we? I'm frustrated with this because I get it that like there's an artistry in recreating things, mm-hmm. but you know, costume design. Let's just take that right. Yeah, you have something like Black Panther. That is taking all of these ideas and creating original designs, right? And then you have Elvis, which will win costume design. And it's essentially creating replicas of, of real things, of real things yeah. which I understand is artistry in another way. Like, uh-huh. I get that. Like, it's how more- the fit fits it, it, the person that you're playing and how it drapes I, and I'd how say it's, it's amazing but
0: crap it's more craft than art when you're doing that mm-hmm. which isn't bad like
2: but you there want is art like I get it you have to find like you get fabrics from this place and you have to find the designs and you you're recreating Chanel or dior or like whatever or like uh you know something found at a thrift
1: store well, like, ultimately you're imitating rather than yeah being original. it's it's yeah.
2: really um it's always a challenge for me with those nominees. Um, and Elvis is a perfect example where I get it. There's a lot of people that worked
1: really, really hard.
2: <sighs> <laughs> I just, but
1: kill me. I'm with you. I, I, yeah, I'm with you. Like, on, just on the topic kill me. of
0: both, like, Austin Butler's performance and Costume Die, where you're recreating something, like, in the Venn diagram of, like, art and craft and like you want something that's like in the middle this was firmly in the craft category for 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 both those specific nominations sure but i think the the artistry of baz lerman i'm just anemic to it like it's poison to me At like 10 minutes into this movie i'm already like sensory overload i can't do it i feel like it's too much i'm not enjoying what i'm seeing i'm just experiencing it and we're moving on That's what he wants. It is what he wants because, like, I have the exact same complaint about Moulin Rouge.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting that we have two maximalist movies nominated for Best Picture. We've got Elvis and uh, Everything Everywhere All At Once, and between the two, like one is effective and one isn't. I think it's just a style choice, and one works for you, one doesn't. I
0: because I think and
1: Elvis will be rewarded. Elvis.
2: It was, Elvis a is going to get a big all winner. like it it'll like get ma- I, I bet it'll get makeup
1: I bet it'll get costume design I could see Austin
0: Butler getting past actor too
1: he'll get and he'll yeah. win yeah I also uh I think it's interesting that there's uh and we can talk uh, about this, this later s- but like has just exhausted me talking about Elvis <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll quit we'll move on quickly ba- Bass but like is an exhausting
0: director like I don't derive pleasure from it it because it's all it's all sterile, like everything. It's maximalist, but it's plain. It it's it it's exaggerating emotions that we have in order to illustrate like real heartfelt things that we feel. This
1: is my problem. Baz with- is
0: just glitter and sparkle and razzle dazzle. Like there's I nothing mean, else to it. I-
1: but this is my problem with Blonde too. I think it's like weird that we have we these We will two- get to it. Well, I'm just Ryan. saying we have we have these two icons of 1950s America being represented in the mm. Act Best Acting categories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're both movies that are like really trying to make this thing hit for the young kids. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. apparently is successful, according to the Academy, and one was not.
0: Well, Elvis uh, uh, eschewed or, or, or stayed away from the pussy POV shots.
1: <laughs> so. And the talking fetuses? Yeah, the, 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 the guilt-tripping fetuses. <laughs> uh, uh. But, but I just think, I like, I don't understand this... This specific type of nostalgia, Marilyn Monroe and Elvis, is like a weird nostalgia that I don't have. And I don't know why. So the movies are so. Fo- I mean, I understand why the Academy is so focused on it, but it's like, can we move past it? Well, is the, what the
0: Marilyn and Monroe, we'll talk about later. And uh, they're like, I'll get to and it. And they're
2: two
1: people that.
0: that they, they epitomize like male and female roles of the day.
2: Yeah. And I think. Elvis never made a really quote unquote good film.
0: I have a question for you, Darren. Did you did you ever see... Uh, do I
2: love Anne-Margaret? Yes, I do. And <laughs> which, should she have been in the movie? Yes, she should have been. Yes. Uh, I
0: was, I was going to ask, did you ever see the Elvis movie uh, Change of Habits with Mary Tyler Moore?
2: Oh, where she's a nun?
0: And it's, it's the one non-musical...
2: Do you uh, get that? Change of I Habit? I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So,
2: Ryan... It made me
1: wimple uh, when you said uh, that.
2: Nuns were habits. Right. Although, I'm having none of this.
1: Uh, I just
0: watched Dead Man Walking. <laughs>
1: that was so good. Thank you. You're so complimentary <laughs> on this day. I really appreciate
0: it. I just rewatched Dead Man Walking, and according, according to Sister Helen Prejean, they haven't worn the Habits since, like, 1970.
1: Oh, yeah? yeah? Yeah. Back in the Habit again. Yeah, back in the
0: Habit, yeah. So Sister Act is a total uh. farce. <laughs>
1: If there's one thing I didn't believe in that I haven't watched it in a long time, but Scott Ackerman watched it for his other his podcast, and he's like, they have a whole second number that they didn't show rehearsing at all, that they just like pull out of their ass yeah. at the end of the movie,
2: like in how they
0: track two, yeah. well, uh, No, well, I think just in Sister Act. I think it's that, the first one. Yeah, they do a Motown number that like nobody knew was coming. Like, yeah, they didn't rehearse it at yeah, all. Yeah, they just all I it.
1: didn't
2: know this. There's a real uh, Divergent. Uh, like people that are like Sister Act, and then there's people that are like Sister Act Two. Back in the habit,
0: I've never seen two. <laughs>
2: but no, but there's a real land, like, like oh my god! I used to watch Sister Act Two back in the habit when I was young, and oh my god, and Lauren Hill, Hill Lauren Hill, wow,
0: Genius.
2: to me. The first one was like
1: my, and maybe that's my age. I don't know. It's like these micro, like if you're just just old enough for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like because that wasn't a thing for me, but I'm sure Matt loved it and Uh, uh, couldn't get enough of it. I kind
0: of thought it was even hokey. Like oh, for you, okay, yeah. Yeah. but I, I what's our first... hour at?
1: I need a glass of wine. We're at forty-eight. We could stop when, and get you some wine. I need some too, pretty soon here.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, wait. What?
1: What's the we next? We gotta pace one? ourselves here, people.
0: Okay. Like, maybe we should have a glass of water. I've only
1: had one mug of wine.
0: <laughs>
2: You've had
1: two. I've had like three. Oh, We've right. also
0: had. We also had Bloody Marys and brunch.
2: When are we gonna have talk about Brian Tyrese Tyree? Henry.
1: Why is he even in there? Oh <gasps> I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I, I I just looked him up today. That's why I don't know.
2: Oh my god! It's a beautiful performance.
0: Wait, who who is he? Brian Best Tyree supporting Howell. actor. Henry. Best supporting actor.
1: This is like the Brian Academy Henry. Awards when we're like when you're watching it and you're like, can we just get to the fucking oh. awards? So, I, I haven't actually watched that movie. Causeway. Oh my god! <laughs> I have not either. It's on Apple okay, TV. Everyone, I, I have I have, something to, I have something to say. He's beautiful. I have something to say. I'll, I'll take I've, Jerry adored. Blank in the corner. <laughs> I okay. So as someone who really tried to watch as many of these movies as I could because of years of doing this and feeling bad that I hadn't seen everything, the
0: guilt that like Darren gives on us. Yes, over I year. wasn't gonna.
1: I wasn't gonna name names. Uh, <laughs> there, I, this I, the stuff. There are some movies in here that it's like in the acting category specifically where there, it's the only thing it's nominated for is this one thing and it's don't like, you dare say After Sun if you say After Sun I, d- I didn't watch After Sun yet. <gasps> uh, but like we're uh, for, well and a good example is Blonde and, and it's like I gotta uh. see all these so I'm sitting down to watch this dour 245 movie like I'm I'm tired you know like oh thank you
0: Water. i'm not opening another bottle of wine until we drink water
1: <laughs> thank you uh and so you know am i really gonna get around to watching what was it called Clip. causeway when that's the only thing i'm watching it for is this best supporting actor nomination i don't know i don't know i feel like I got to get through the three hours of Avatar Way of Water before that. You know, I don't know. I just, I feel like maybe Causeway
2: length. is going to be more worth it than Avatar Way of Let's the Water. Let's take a look
1: at how long Causeway is, just for giggles. It's not that long. This is,
0: alka- this is naturally enhanced alkaline water, just so you all know.
1: Hour 51.
0: That's not bad.
1: What happened to ninety-minute movies, guys? What happened? You know, honestly, I did like I, I just picked a random year to to just see what are the average times for best. This uh, seems to be a thing for you, like the times of movies.
0: I just Ryan's feeling the minutes of his life tick away when he's watching Blonde or
1: or he, fucking Two Leslie. Like <laughs> <laughs> we will talk about it, Ryan. I just. I don't know. I don't have time for these one-offs. Like I'm watching it for one thing to decide if it can be, you know. Like I don't know. I just if if I'm a if I'm an Academy voter, and you know I'm that a busy mom true. on the go. Actually, like I've got I've, I'm going to pick the ones that have lots of nominations. If you got kids, I mean, who has time? I mean, when you-, you know, that's that's all I'm saying is like. I feel, and I feel like it's unfair because, like, maybe he did do a great job, and like, maybe the movie is only worth it for that performance. Talk but about a—he has am I a gonna moment get around of to a it? pause.
2: He has a moment of a pause between words. I really want to ask him if he did that or if it was written in.
0: You, you think it was a pincher pause?
2: It was so he. It's him and Jennifer Lawrence, and they—they've been kind of smoking a little weed and they're like drinking some beers and they sit down together in at at his apartment or his house and they start talking about maybe her moving in as like a roommate and he does this pause that is brilliant and I want it to be his clip
0: (laughs) of him not saying anything
2: no, <laughs> you, you, I want it
0: to you, be. You wanted to be a four-second clip of him uh, just like looking and like no. Looking down. The
2: subtitles are just Pinter Paws <laughs> But you know, I'm a big fan of like the clip. I want a clip when they're and the nominees are, and you get that clip. But he says something, and he like kind of like leans back and like take a pause, po- and he, then he says a word, and it's so good. I One, want it to maybe. So he says actually he says something like, um, perhaps, perhaps possibly it would be possibly like, okay. <laughs> and then he takes a pause. Shh, I'm doing it. Shut up. Like he says, hold on. Shh. 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 I'm going to an action. Well, maybe it would be, a. good (laughs) it's so good
0: i I was transported (laughs) wow darren wow damn you need to go back to the theater
2: i know the the power of the pause (laughs) come on can we name
1: that can we can we call that oscar spectacular 2023 (laughs) the power of the pause
2: (laughs) but I, i but really like it's a great very subtle, not overacted performance that got an Oscar nomination. I loved it. I was so when he was announced, I was so happy. Did Beautiful you watch the nominations? Of course. <laughs>
1: okay.
2: What are you? Uh, what? I, I mean, I assumed. I just
1: there's something about is...
2: waking up at five thirty. It's so fun.
1: There are people, but who that's are just wondering. me as a type of person.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, how about we're, we're close to an hour? Why don't we stop with that and then we can um, finish off water. A bladder. I, I got... just,
0: I just want to pace ourselves. I don't want to get too sloppy. I want to cut this a
2: little bit. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I haven't had one trip to the bathroom. Just so you know, Ryan's gone like three
1: times.
0: <laughs> I drink a lot of water. Ryan's has a famously tiny bladder.
1: No, I have a famously, famously. huge bladder.
0: Is it f-
1: yes. famously huge? Yes. Sight sources on this. Um, everybody I've ever slept I with. I can't talk. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about the whale. <laughs> All right. Speaking of whales, I've got to go evacuate my bladder. <laughs>